Hi, I'm Colleen Flanagan. I am the host of Odd Talk, hashtag Odd Talk. It's a video chat and podcast series from the Auditorium Theater. Thank you so much for joining us this week, and we hope everyone is still remaining safe and healthy. This week, we have a very special guest. I was lucky enough to speak to Deb Clapp, the League of Chicago Theater's Executive Director. Enjoy. Hi, Deb. Thank you for joining us today. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. And how are you? How are you doing? Overall, I'm doing pretty well. Good. So I thought we'd start today just talking about the League of Chicago Theaters. I don't think everybody, especially if they're not in the industry, knows what the League of Chicago Theaters is. We are a service and support organization for Chicago Theater. We have, we're a membership organization. We have 230 member theaters all throughout Chicagoland. And what we do is we provide services in support of um, those theaters. And those services range from um, the one thing that connects all of our members is um, the need to sell tickets. And so a lot of what we do has to do with marketing and promotion. Um, most people are familiar with Hot Ticks. That is a program of the league. Chicago Theater Week is also a pro program of the league. Um, we also do professional development programs for our members, ranging from, you know, anywhere from um, leadership training to um, social media training, PR, um, fundraising. We do, we have a lot of different uh, programs. And then we also do advocacy, certainly with all levels of government, but also um, with funders, with the general public, you know, um, doing things like going out and speaking to rotary clubs and things like that. Um, so that's generally what we do. And do you know the history of the league, like how long it's been around and how it came about? So we've been around for a little more than actually 40 years now. Um, and yeah, the name of the league when we first started out was the Off Loop Theater Producers Association or something like that. And um, they were actually founded, this was um, uh, during the NEA wars, you know, back in the late 70s and early 80s. And, and they founded themselves um, to do uh, advocacy, but they were also very interested. So TKTS had been established in New York. New York's got nothing on us here in Chicago. So um, to have our own um, half price ticketing uh, outlet and Hot Takes was founded um, in actually in 1978. And um, Hot Takes was founded in a trailer on what is now the Block 37 Mall. It was called, it was simply called Block 37, and it was an undeveloped um, uh, parcel of land right in the center of the loop. And we had a trailer there and we sold hot ticks there. So, um, and then, you know, it, throughout the years, there has been um, a lot of iterations of the league. 
Um, it, we've done all kinds of things, including um, under one uh, executive director who was really um, thought that, um, you know, exchange with Russia was the most important thing that Chicago theater could do. Wait, and, what are we exchanging? Uh, you know, sort of theater, you know, over the years, it's taken on a lot of different um, you know, a, a lot of different projects for a long time. We actually, not a long time, for a couple of years, we actually uh, published the playbills. Right. Um, so we are always trying to assess what the needs are in the community. And this is what we've done throughout our history. So in the beginning, there was that need for really strong advocacy and um, a need for, and a desire for um, half price ticketing, right? And so then through over the course of the years, we have um, changed and grown to um, fill the needs of the moment. Speaking of the moment, <laughs> it's a very, very <laughs> different moment for Chicago theater right now. As of March 12th, most, if not all theaters in the state of Illinois closed in the city of Chicago. Um, due to COVID-19 and, um, and, and this is coming after, you know, a pretty stellar year for theater when the city of Chicago named 2019 as the year of Chicago theater and then um, three months into 2020. This happened and I'd like to talk to you about the beginning of that and, you know, what, what you thought the league's role was immediately and, and what that has sort of how that has evolved in the last three months. You know, 2019 being the year of Chicago theater, it was a really great year for us. Um, the fall was amazing for everyone. And it was, you know, it's, it was so sad because it was, it was really, um, I think everyone was um, selling tickets. We were all very hopeful for the future. It was, um, it was a really great fall. And then, um, you know, and then this happened. You know, one of the things that makes us all so anxious and sometimes depressed is that nobody really knows what to do in this situation because of course, none of us have ever been here before, nor has anybody else, so we don't know where to look. Um, so the first sort of need that we assessed was, we understood that a lot of people were going to be out of work very quickly. And um, the actually the Saints, which is the volunteer usher organization that also um, uh, makes grants to theaters, um, called us immediately. I mean, I was still in the office, so it wasn't any later than March 17th that the Saints called and said, Deb, we have $25,000. We want to make uh, grants to individual artists. You know, where should we send the money? And I said, I'll tell you what, the league will match that um, $25,000 with another 25, and um, we can start making grants right away. So we started making grants right away to individual artists. Um, we thought that was, uh, uh, I shouldn't say individual artists, theater workers. So it includes individual artists, it includes everyone, um, you know, front of house, box office. Um, designers, administrators, uh, anyone who found themselves uh, with no income 
in uh, in that moment and and really it was you know I, I mean we may have had a couple of weeks notice you know that maybe this was going to happen but really it was a shocker to a lot of people so we assessed that as the immediate need and um we have been you know the the other thing is of course um theater organizations need help so we've been trying to um help people in a lot of different ways um a lot of people are doing um, really wonderful webinars so we're directing our members to webinars from um, lawyers for the creative arts from um the uh iff um from uh to uh, arts alliance illinois they're all doing webinars that are helping people um access unemployment um figure out what in the world is going on with the payroll protection program um all of those things so we've been communicating regularly with our members about all of these resources that are available to them as well as um, you know, trying to keep in touch via this wonderful Zoom medium uh, with our members doing calls and trying to assess uh, what their specific needs are and trying to address those needs with different educational programs. Also um, doing advocacy, continuing yeah. to do advocacy at all levels, trying to um, get uh, assistance for uh, theaters, there really hasn't been a lot yet. It's, um, you know, kind of disappointing um, that, you know, the federal government allocated $75 million to the arts, which is not, I always, you know, put it in, in these terms, it's not enough to make Chicago theater whole. Chicago right. theater alone, never mind all of the arts in Chicago. So trying to advocate for more support for theaters um, and, you know, the league, we have um, nonprofit members uh, make up the bulk of our membership, but we also have a lot of commercial members. And um, those folks are really important to the ecology of Chicago theater. And also, you know, let's face it, to tourism. Yeah. And so also trying to work with um, the larger theaters on or the more commercial theaters on, you know, how they can be made whole. Also, um now trying to work on um recovery efforts so um under what conditions can we reopen our venues what is that going to take which phase are we going to reopen our venues in and, and and what are people you know what are people actually going to be able to, to do to fit within these guidelines that have been set out by the city and state also um, trying to provide the city with um, our own um, policies, procedures, and guidelines for reopening because um, the guidelines that we've been given are so vague. So talking about advocacy, um, you know, you and I have spoken, it's, it's, it's definitely frustrating um, that theater, Broadway's mentioned, but the theater just in general, performing arts, in, in terms of recovery, even though it employs so many uh, people in America, just isn't being talked about right now. And, you know, I just saw a bill yesterday uh, that somebody introduced 75 billion for the restaurant industry. And again, a huge employer as well. Um, you know, in terms of advocacy, how can individuals help? What can we do to 
to, to get the word out that we're going to need some assistance and we're going to be closed for a little while. You know, there's sort of this idea that somehow if, um, if theater is supported, that that's actually taking something away from somewhere else. And that is not at all, we're not talking about an either or proposition. We are talking about an industry here with um, 20,000 workers in Chicago with good jobs. Um, yeah. These are not, you know, these are not volunteer jobs. Right. Um, many of them are union jobs. Many of them are jobs that, you know, come with salaries and health insurance and retirement plans and all of those things. So I think it's really important that, um, that people understand that this is this is big business, and that when you go when you get into the commercial side of it, they are bringing massive amounts of business um, to Chicago. I think for uh, theaters specifically, is um, one of the things that you can do is to be in touch with um, Theater Communications Group, who they are doing lobbying at the federal level. You can also uh, be in touch with Americans for the Arts. And this is a way to, both of those organizations will be able to help you understand what bills are out there, what bills are being considered, and what is in those bills um, for the arts and for theater. And then what you can do is lobby with your individual lawmakers. So at all levels, right? So if it's a federal bill, then looking at um, the, um, your uh, your uh, congresspeople and your senators and um, at the at the state and city level, as far as I know, no relief bills are being introduced at this point. Um, but when they are, Arts Alliance Illinois will be on top of those bills, as will um, the League of Chicago Theaters. And so we will be asking you. To, um, to make advocacy efforts um, towards uh, those bills and getting in contact with your uh, local and state level representatives. Now, that's not to say that you shouldn't reach out to your local and state representatives now yeah. and say, hey, so you know, here's what we do here Here's what we bring to our community, to your district, um, to your ward. I think that's really, really important that you know you reach out to them now, and you never know who's going to be introducing these um, relief bills into um, the state uh, congress as well as the um, as city council, and so um, it could be your representative, you never know. And so um, the more friendly they are, the more educated they are about theater and the arts, um, the more likely they are to introduce arts as a part of the bill. And you don't have to be a theater artist to, to email your alderman or senator or uh, representative. Uh, our patrons, and there's you know millions of them, um, can as well. You also talked about um, some of the resources and, and how you started right away giving um, uh, grants to artists. Um, 
is it, is that gone? Is that something people can still apply to? Yes, people can still apply to it. Um, they can go to chicagoplays.com and they will find uh, a link there for, to apply. It's very easy to apply. It's just really tell us where you were working and um, when you were uh, let go. And uh, that's really it. If people want more information about any of our programs or um, any of the resources around um, the payroll protection program or um, the CARES Act or anything like that, they can go to our other website, which is leagueofchicagotheaters.org. And I want to emphasize it's not just for individual artists, that it's for all theater workers. So um, artists, box office, front of house, administrative, anyone who works in the theater in Chicago um, can apply for this grant. And, you know, what's been really, really wonderful about it is that people um, we had the $25,000 grant from the Saints. The league uh, put in another $25,000. And we never asked anybody for any money, but um, people started donating to the Chicago Theater Workers Relief Fund. And it has been unbelievable. The generosity of this community and the way that people love Chicago theater has uh, just uh, made my heart so happy um, and then um, Steppenwolf has, um, has uh, come up with this t-shirt that we've been working with them on that um, on the front it says Chicago Acts Together and on the back uh, all the theaters are listed and people have been um, posting it on their website and everybody's been saying to me, I bought my shirt, I bought my shirt and all of the proceeds from that, um, from the sales of that shirt are coming into the relief fund. And the fund is now in excess of a quarter million dollars. Wow. And that can, and can people go to Chicago Plays to donate and get the shirt as well? Yes. You talked a little bit about trying to get just more information on how theaters can safely reopen. We're actually being a little bit uh, more proactive than that. So right. what we are doing is we are, coming up with guidelines that we are going to submit to the mayor's office and the Illinois Department of Public Health and get their feedback on so that we can then distribute um, guidelines that will make sense for theaters and that will, be have, that will have something that's a little bit more um, uniform that we can all work with. I think getting some clarity around what those guidelines actually mean will be very important in this work. And then, you know, looking at, well, how are theaters actually going to be able to social distance? Or are there measures that theaters can take that might um, be uh, more effective than social distancing? I don't know yet. What, what would be some advice, you know, as we're closed, um, for the theater community right now. And I think supporting your favorite theater, even though I know that people are being asked to support a lot, but like, I think that, you know, just to stay connected to your favorite theaters, I think is really important. You know, other theaters all around the world are, are streaming content right now. So, yeah. so this is your chance right, to, you know, I took my chance to, 
go to the Steppenwolf Gala for free for the first time, right? I did too, so like, I did too. Well, these are the kinds of things you can do now. Um, so just, you know, find, um, try to find some joy in that. For theater workers, I would also say, hang in there. Um, I would say, uh, you know, we will be back and I know how hard it is um, and just try to keep, um, to keep doing the work and also to find that joy. And I think it's really hard right now to find that joy every day. And I know many of us find that, you know, I used to, when I worked in the theater, I used to go stand at the back of the house during student matinees because it just made me so, so happy. <laughs> And it made me feel so good about what I did. So try to find that joy somewhere um, in your life and remember the work and remember that, um, you know, we might look different when we come back, but the work will continue. And that's really, that's a great segue into that the pandemic will be over and we will be reopened, but we will be different. We, we just will. And um, what, what are your thoughts? How, how do you think we will be different theaters, uh, especially the Chicago theater, which is such a unique community? I don't know exactly. I know that um, we're all going to be, you know, and we talk about a vaccine, but even after a vaccine, I think that we're gonna be, um, I think we're still gonna wear masks. And I think that we will have to think about the ways in which we um, use our buildings. And, you know, I think that, you know, when I talk to people, like I listened to a call with a theater in Seoul, South Korea, and the first thing that she said was, um, you know, you guys, you Americans and, um, and in the UK, you talk about this as being an unprecedented event. Well, here in Seoul, this is not an unprecedented event. We've dealt with SARS, we've dealt, yeah. with SARS, we've dealt with Ebola, we've dealt with all of these pandemics. And so I think that now this has been a wake-up call for us, like we're going to have to deal with these pandemics. And, you know, we might have to, when we're going into a very large venue, like an arena or a ballpark or, you know, something like that, we may have to have temperature checks. And so what, you know, we, you know, we have, we do bag checks and it was after 9-11, everyone was all up in arms about what we were going to have to do at the airport. And now we don't even think about it, right? We just do what we do at the airport. I think that some of those changes are going to come um, in some of our theaters and it'll just be all about um, protecting the other person, right? Yeah. So I, I think there's even a, an opportunity for us to become um, more compassionate, um, both, you know, at, at a higher level, but also at an individual level. So we end our podcast with, um, especially people who have been to the Auditorium Theater many times as you have. It's our 130th anniversary this year. And we like to ask what your favorite memory is from the Auditorium Theater. And you can do more than one. So, all right, I'm just going to name two. Okay. So 
Oh, I was at Mavis Staples' birthday party at the Auditorium Theater. And that, I know you, I know you brought me. Um, and, and that was one of the best experiences I have ever had in the theater, hands down. Wow. The other one was the David Byrne show, American Utopia, which was such an amazing experience. And I will say, all right, so I'm gonna say, I, um, that day I had moved. And so I had been lifting heavy boxes and doing all this stuff all day. And I actually didn't want to go. And I forced myself to show up for it. And every single person in that place was on their feet dancing. And I mean, every single person, every single except me. <laughs> <laughs> I was too tired to dance, but that did not um, destroy my enjoyment of the show at, at, at all. It was uh, one of the shows I've ever And in fact, you know what? Uh, the uh, I always love Talking Heads, right? And, yeah. and I would would ask me, what are your you know name your top three concerts of all time? The Talking talk, a Talking Heads show that I saw, and like I hate to say. 1982 yeah would have been really high up on that list um probably in the top two um but i would say that this would also be up at the top of that list even though it's not really billed as a concert but it really is so it is one of those shows i mean both of those shows were incredible but um you know if american utopia was supposed to reopen this fall um, after taking the summer off and, and, you know, who knows if that'll happen, but that is on the top of my list to go see because it's such a joyous, joyous experience. And that's exactly what we're all going to need. Thanks so much for joining us today, Deb. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much to Deb Clapp for joining us this week. And thanks to all of you for joining us this week. Uh, we hope you'll join us for future Odd Talks. We will not be doing them weekly, but we will continue to do these over the summer. And we also have our At Home at the Auditorium Theater uh, this Sunday at 6 p.m. This Sunday, we're doing something special. We are the Theater for the People, and we've asked our patrons and people and everyone in the community to submit their talent. Uh, so we have some amazing performances on Sunday, and we hope you'll join us then. Stay safe. Thank you. Bye.